I've been playing some Griftlands on Steam. Griftlands. Griftlands. Griftlands is out on Steam. Griftlands. Okay, now Alex, do you know what Griftlands is? Yeah, it's Clay's new hotness with um like a. It was supposed to be like an RPG, but now it's more of like a turn-based card deck builder thingy. What? It's both. Yeah, it's both. It is okay. very much about like making ethical choices. And uh, every time you start a run, and when you die, it's permanent. You start over, and there are various right. characters that unlock. Um, and so far, the very the two different characters I've tried play very differently. But you you start, and as you play, like the the girl character that you see on the promotional art, um, she has one objective. She's going to try to assassinate this person. There's a big bounty on their head, and I tried to do that for in the the equivalent of like an in-game week. And I died three times, and yeah. each time I got a little further and got a little better at understanding this world and kind of getting through it. But what was amazing to me was each time you play, what you do on your way towards that assassination changes. The jobs you're offered changes. The things that kind of pop up in your path changes. And when those things pop up in your path, there's always a choice afforded to you. And as you make those choices, characters around the city begin to like or dislike you. And depending on what you do, like, you know, someone... Someone is being attacked by, by these guards. Uh, he's being hassled by the guards. You stand up for them. Now that person loves the, you. They'll do anything for you. And you have this perk. Hmm. And the same thing goes. If, if someone attacks you and you kill them, now this character hates me. I can never, I can never sway them. You walk into a bar, you can talk people into, uh, you can play the, play the cards. Like it's a card based battle to talk someone into not interfering or coming to your aid when you get into a fight with this guy you're about to scuffle with on the other side of the bar. It's very interesting, actually. So, looking at screenshots here, I had not heard of this game before. I'm looking at screenshots, yeah. and it looks like a cross between Slay the Spire and the combat in here. actually looks a little Darkest Dungeon-ish, where the things are laid out, but fantastic art. Holy cow! Oh, yes. Cow. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. Jamie That Chen. was never going to be in doubt. Yeah, it's Jamie Cheng is... Uh, yeah. that, but this is, like, 100% his art style. And, uh, and all the animations as you go through the conversation, like, nothing is voiced, but it's all like, upahate, debe. Like, you know, it's, oh, okay. it's like shit like that. That we, that keeps shit from getting old. Yeah, and it works really, really well, and there's like expression animation and kind of like motion animation, I'm gonna get you, like stuff like that. It's very, very good. Wow. And as, as like, if we go back, listener, if you go back through the history of this podcast, go back through my blog, which I think I started in like 2007. You will never find me playing or endorsing a card battler. This is true. Ever. Ever. <clears throat> Ever. And, and yet, all Clay had to do was make one and. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then finally put it on Steam because I wasn't going to go to the Epic Store for it. It's still in early access. It is. Um, okay. But I put probably three hours into it last night at least. Uh, really, really did quite enjoy it. And again, this is not my milieu. I still don't entirely understand a great deal of it, hmm. but uh, but I was really enjoying it. I was really quite. Well, see, I pissed up. Really I pissed up. Passed up the last one that that Alex mentioned, which was which one? Dinosaur Tower? No, Monster no. Train. Yeah, Monster Train. train. And you know Sorry. what? Don't worry about it. Got pretty really? far into it. Got kind of bored with it. Okay. This one looks good too, though. Wow. Oh, E3 2019. So it's been a while. Monster but Train just really good X. boss. That's about it. Okay. Monster Train. Okay. What was what, what was it Canadian? Uh, um, I think it was like twenty bucks. Griffland? Oh, Griffland. Oh, Griffland was be like twenty five, thirty. I think it was a little less actually. Oh. It was cheaper than I thought. I think it was like sixteen. Really? Back here. Yeah, well, here let me, let me just States, Steam support. Thank you for your Steam purchase. It was fourteen eighty six Canadian. Uh, it is currently on sale. Uh, okay, for US what? Steam app. 
Yeah. For hold on, price is coming up. Reviews are overwhelmingly positive. For twelve dollars and seventy four cents. I would oh recommend my. that. Yep, yep. I would recommend that. Oh wait, there's a demo. There's actually a demo. Well, yeah, but don't it. just don't. It's Clay. Give Clay no, your no, money. No, 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 no. The 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 concern is not that I won't enjoy it. The concern is that it won't run on my crappy laptop. Oh, okay. That is the concern. Now here's an interesting point. It did freeze up a little bit. Le- yeah, last night. And I'm running like Superman the computer here. Interesting. Like nothing's going to hurt Kal-El, but Grifflands managed. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Well, yeah, there's a demo. I'll cue that demo up and I will download it another time. I've been playing something that absolutely could run on your laptop. And that is? The Last of Us Remastered? No. No, Persona 4 Golden for Steam. And? And it's pretty much what I expected. Um, have you not have you not played Persona Four at all before? Or no, I played Persona Four to death. Okay, but you have never Golden. tried Golden. Okay, yeah. what's the kind of, It's kind of like some light DLC and slightly refined. Uh, they give you a lot. They're a lot more less uh, strict with healing magic. Pretty much everyone has them. They're a little bit cheaper, but they heal a little bit less. You, there's uh, w- what I like to call like I don't have time for this shit mode, where you can just like boost like the money and XP you get from battles. Nice. How's the, which uh, I really like. How's the presentation? Presentation is. Gorgeous. Like, really? everyone keeps saying that, you know, five is, you know, more stylish, but only directly in comparison to this. This has, this is nice. Like, it has, like, a new opening sequence I, like, sit through. Like, it's something from Netflix that I really like. I, I can't really put it down. Because it's just such a nice song. It's got some, uh, blues travel or harmonica in there. It's, it's nice. Cool. Yeah. Chie Satanaka is forever. It's recast. And, I know. She, and Teddy was too. I didn't even notice that till I read about it. But, um, I didn't really notice Teddy. New Chie is pretty good. She's fine. And if that really, that's still a deal breaker for you, there are the Japanese dub. It's not that it's a deal breaker, it's just that it's not on my Switch. Ah. So, Chie, which one is that? Because I think she showed up in Persona 4 Arena. That she did. Game. Yeah, oh, she, 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 did. she was the one with the kicks. Yeah, she was oh, okay. short, short okay. hair. So she's like Jam from Guilty Gear, if you know yeah. who that is. Okay. Short hair, dirty blonde. And that was recast yeah. Chie, I'm pretty sure. Because like, I looked at IMDb and it looks like OG Chie just kind of retired from acting in general. Things it's been so long, I probably wouldn't even recognize the difference. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good, it's a good ass game. Are these Persona games always like super long? They, yes. Oh yeah, it's like fifty hours. Actually, and, um, and this is the I'm, one with all the extra shit. I'm on the third dungeon, and I think it's only like ten hours. Oh, fast forward is mm. key. Mm. You can okay. just if you don't want to sit through a scene, you can just it'll be over in like less than thirty seconds if you hit a button. That is a factor. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's nice. Oh, oh yeah. it's nice. And you can garden with Nanako. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Who's your like surrogate little sister that like lays on the big bro a little thick, but you know, little sister would. It works. She's great. Yeah, no, you can't be man and not go. Nah. No. And She's you want that motherfucker dead the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This story takes off like a fucking freight train towards the end. Nothing five did came close. Nothing. Oh yeah. Hmm. <sighs> so Chance, last week we spoke briefly about Project Warlock. We did. We did. And I walked your, away. And your experience with it was of, I could be playing something else. Mm-hmm. Did you return to it having purchased the game? I, I did purchase. All? I had already purchased the game, right? Yes, like, yes. I purchased pretty much everything I play, I think. And, uh, no, like, and I, I kind of felt like if I had pushed further into it, it would reveal itself to be interesting. It, and I didn't get that far. But you does. haven't been pirating shit in your sleep, have you? No. Okay. No, no. So I, I also 
whatever, everything you said about Project Warlock last week was not enough to dissuade me. So I grabbed it, picked it up. And I am, I can safely say that once you get past the first couple of levels and finally get like the shotgun, the game opens wide up. I do love shotguns. Actually, good shooter. You got that far. Well, you know, even the pistol was satisfying to use. Like the guns actually felt good. I I picked that up too. You did? Okay. So I actually, on normal, mind you, finished it. Got to the end. Had enough lives left that I actually got and beat the devil himself. Good lord. And I, I like is, how what much of rewards if you're just tapping on walls. Oh yeah, you like looking for secrets? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so old school. <laughs> um, this is a better game than that Ion Fury, Fury one I played a couple weeks ago. As far as retro games go, okay, this is better. Runs better, runs smoother, moves it, faster. It did run really nice. It's, I mean, this is butter smooth all the time. It has to be though. It, oh, no, yeah. it's it, there are games that don't look that great that run shitty. Hmm. Yeah. But it's it, it it works and it actually has the way you level up and the way you choose what you level up does make sense. So as as the, the longer you play, every level you get one upgrade point for one of four stats, and then every five levels you get a perk. And one of the first perks you pick up is an extra random point in a different stat. So that one you always have to get. But then there are other perks like you know more, more shotgun ammo, more health, better magic. So you can really there's two very distinct builds. You could do a magic build, you could do a weapons build, and I did a weapons build. <laughs> and each each weapon has one of two choices: either you make it do this, or you make it do that, and, and there's no going back. So it it feels like there's a little roguelikeish in here. But the problem is the game's too long for that. This is not a one run game. This is like it takes you a while to get to the end. Mm-hmm. Which is why if Satan had killed but, me, I'd so be done with it. If you're on like level two and you burn through all your lives, you're done. You're back at the start of the game. Yes. Fuck that. Which is yeah, bullshit. That's ridiculous. That is bullshit. Which is why I knew that I had to be careful with this because I was having a good time, but this was going to be a one-time deal. This is a one-night stand. To go back to a, pr- a familiar analogy, and I got all the way through to the end of it, and I'm very pleased with that. Well, for the listener recommendations. With the crossbow, choose the bolt that will pierce enemies. Yes, awesome. that's nice. The shotgun that fires flaming stuff is good. It's like the flat cannon what, what from Unreal. level did the shotgun pop up on? It's in... It's. Oh, I, I'm not sure if it's in the first world or second world. Damn. Because I once you get the, the shotgun, world, there's also it. the... It might, it might be the second world because there's also a super shotgun. And each... I mean, yeah, there's a shotgun and a super shotgun, and each of those has its own... Like upgrade paths. So my regular shotgun had like no reloading, just bang, 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 bang. And my super shotgun, I turned into a and turned into a flat cannon, so I could shoot around corners. It was awesome. Mm. Um, rocket launcher, I chose like super fast rockets, like light speed rockets. It was good, satisfying. the The final boss was little more than than just a bullet sponge. So it was more about starting with your worst possible weapon, using all that ammo up, and then moving up to the next weapon as he morphed into different forms. Mm. But you know, I got him, and I think I think the success rate, the achievement for the finishing the game on normal was like under three percent. Whoa! So, nice. So, now, if you had not beaten it, okay, out of ten, now that you've beaten it, out of ten, go for it. See, here's the thing: out of out of ten, this is a fun shooter that I I, I don't feel like I should discount it for my general hate of uh, of roguelikes because it wasn't a roguelike to me. I just yeah. didn't use all my lives up. Mm-hmm. So this is a good seven and a half out of okay. ten. But let's say hypothetically now. You died on Satan and started over from the beginning. Rate that game out of ten. Six and a half. Fuck that game. <laughs> Fuck that game. 
So, so wait, but, okay, but that, that's why that's 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 why number grades are so like I had fun with it because of the way I played it, I was able to do it. If I had died, then that wouldn't work. It's like I I before I figured out how the combat wanted to be played, I died the first couple of levels, used all my lives up because I didn't I didn't understand that this is not Doom. This is not run and gun. This is peek around the corner, shoot stuff, dodge. Because you oh, don't really? have a whole lot of health. Not no. in the beginning. Um, by the end, I had doubled my health, and it wasn't as bad. And I had picked up the strength perk where I took 20% less damage. So, I mean, you start with 100 health. When I was fighting Satan, I had like 230 or something like that. I mean, I had a, a huge health pool. Uh, it, it's got that weird kind of inverse difficulty curve where the first level is hard. Second level, you get a few perks, get a better weapon. It isn't too bad. And then... The last actual level. Like, all these... Alex, you notice these levels are short. Very short. Five minutes long, six mm-hmm. minutes long, a couple of secrets, and you move on to the next one. The last level in hell is called the Gauntlet. Okay. It's 20 minutes long. Oh, nice. And I died in it at least once. And But it, it made sense. This is what it was working up to. Because you've got the different worlds, right? You've got... Like the old world, old world, and then Antarctica, and then like modern stuff, and it goes through there. And at the end in hell, you have the hell version of a couple of levels of those. It's new levels, but it just throws ridiculous amounts of shit at you. Like you would hope for a game like this. Just piles of enemies. Here, deal with this. So it's kind of like what you wanted from series, Sam. It is. And actually, Sam has a cameo. Really? He's dead, but you find him. You find a corpse, and and, and like the, the, the achievement is you found the guy who takes things too seriously. Oh. Um, but yeah, he he's dead. There's another cameo I didn't understand in it. There's, so there's a couple little things thrown in there. But yeah, this, this is what I would wanted from Serious Sam 2 and didn't get. get and I'm hoping Serious Sam... Not a bad soundtrack. Four. No, and every level is different. Every level has its own thing. So Yeah, I like I like I really like the animation on the enemies, the reaction on the enemies when they died. Yeah. All yeah. the animations are great. Uh the way the weapons feel in a like a pixel shooter feels really good actually. Yeah. 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 I mean, some of the music towards the end, it's like it's it's so close to being just really solid metal. It just honestly needed some more bass. It's like the mix was off. Mm-hmm. Like it's got this double bass going. It just needs a little more pound in there and be like, this is awesome. Right. Occasionally, Doom music, you're like, oh, you know, it's all. It never quite gets there, but it's still pretty good. I think Doom on itself is not too bad. Which one? Like the original Doom by itself, the MIDI music isn't too bad. No, it isn't. Yeah. Um, I have a bone to pick with you about your negative reaction to Spider-Man Miles Morales last week. All right, so we need to begin this by saying Chance was right. Oh, I love my this. initial reaction to what Spider-Man and Miles Morales was was based on faulty information because Sony did a shit job of communicating what it actually was. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, that reminds me, i got to bring up uh, Deathloop because I figured that out today, too. Okay. Oh, yeah? Um, but so uh, correct me on Miles Morales. This is a good game. It is, it is it's, good for it's, all it's, it's a, a full-release um, uh, the, the, they were talking about, uh, how like all the animations have been completely redone to show Miles. Miles have all, has all these different powers. Playing him apparently feels different. It's a whole new campaign, man. Yes. Like, um, but it's not a $60 game. It should hopefully be like a $40 game. We'll see. And I we don't know that. We'll, we'll see what it is. Plus, it's like the first first party game on PS5. I'm yeah. getting it. You're getting it. You're getting it. Am I financial? Thing may have just changed recently, so we'll figure that out mm. when we get that far. But there's that, there's that. <laughs> and for Deathloop, um, uh, yeah, no, I'm not okay. going to apologize for our reaction. Okay, so, so now, is it a roguelike if the world doesn't change? Is Dark Souls a roguelike? 
Yes. Is it? I, th- I would say so. But he has a point. If you die in Dark Souls, it doesn't randomize the world afterwards. Mm-hmm. The nature of a roguelike, for the most part, is that each time you drop into a, quote, dungeon, hmm. it, what's in there is randomized, and you can never anticipate it. Like any roguelike, that's the case. I guess. Okay, I guess it's more of a cash and RPG, then. Um, in a lot of ways. But what it sounds like Deathloop is, is you're dropped into the world. <clears throat> it's the start of the day. You wake up in the same place every morning. It's fucking Groundhog Day. On the beach, I think is what it was, or something like that. The world is out there. And as you go out into the world, you're going to learn more about it every time you go out into it. Now, imagine, you remember the old thief levels? That like were it. huge. You would spend so this hours. This is like a real, like a RTS, uh, Grifflands. No, not even no. a little bit. Not even a little bit. We're talking well, about just, the, the yeah. old school thief. Uh, Thief the Dark Project. Okay. Oh, the first thief. Yes. Okay. I'm talking yeah. Thief the Dark Project. I'm talking like those gigantic levels that you spent hours just kind of sniffing around, learning every single permutation. Now imagine that is a city with various districts. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Deathloop is doing. Okay, but you could save scum thief. Yes, and I that's a question for me about Deathloop. And I suspect that as you progress through it, as you complete various objectives and learn various things, you're going to have, like, intentional deaths that occur in order to advance the, quote, plot. And an interesting thing that was highlighted on the PS blog today, which is where I kind of gleaned this information about how the map works, is um, uh, the, the lady assassin who comes after you. If you decide, you can turn on a thing in your options that allows that to be another player. And oh. if, a, if a player drops oh, no. into the game, they can hunt no. you. And exactly. But here's, no, but here's no, why no. I thought of you, Chamberlain. You have to have that option enabled. Good. That's good. And yes. by default, is it off? I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. Well, as long as it's plain and obvious that I can turn that off. It is, apparently. So it's not like Journey again. I'm yeah. sure a thing will pop up. Either way. I'm a you little... can turn off those interactions in, in Dark Souls, can't you? Yes. Well, um, no. Could you? People can invade your game? You can't turn it off. Well, you can turn off the, you can turn, sever the connections to the internet. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't remember if I had to do that, like, pulling the cable hard, hard, but I never played a Souls game where I could get invaded. Okay. Tried it a couple times and was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get shit done. You ain't helping. E3. What, what, was that have been now? Are we, are we around where E3 would have been? Last week. I think oh, we're at like an right. E3 level of news. We're not like no. we're, we're we're lacking it. We got yeah. we got Sony's thing that was awesome. We kind of know what all the consoles look like, just not what they cost. Yeah, Nintendo had a little thing. I hope that's not Nintendo's whole E three. Um, because yeah, weren't, weren't we supposed to see Metroid? They promised uh, us Metroid. They did. Well, well they came on. Yeah, they've been doing that for decades. <laughs> Theoretically, there's always a Metroid in development, kind of like Half Life Three. Fair enough. Half Life Three is not in development. So EA Valve doesn't make games. EA Play <laughs> they Live. They just did Alex. I, I looked up when the events were supposed to happen. EA Play Live already yeah. happened. Oh. That was on the 11th. Oh, yeah, it was the PC gaming show. I guess. Yeah. So what big news came out of that? Because all I can glean from that is Not what much. kind of, like, became big. There was one Star Wars game announcement. And we'll talk about it, but that was it? Sounds like Pretty much. E- sounds like EA 83 to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Microsoft hasn't shown anything at E3 so far. I don't think. Um, nope. Now, Ubisoft, Ubisoft, do have a thing, but it's on July 12th. 
Wow, it's like a month less, a little less than a month away. A little less than a month away. I will have finished The Last of Us Part Two by the time that conference rolls around. If, are you? Uh, have you preloaded? Yes. When does that come out? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Man, I'm good. I'm not going to spring for it either. It's on the GameFly list. I'll play it when I play it, but I'm going to play West of Dead tomorrow. Okay, now, isn't that a roguelike? I, it's got Ron Perlman <laughs> voicing it. I'll give it an hour. <laughs> what's it on right now? Is it just Xbox right now? Right now, it's just Xbox. It comes on everything else next week, but it's on Game Pass, so it's already downloaded. Next week. Okay, now, tell me if it's so skill-based in the shooting that I'll... Uh, that I won't want to play it on Switch. That's what I want. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. I called this out like a month ago. What, West of Dead? Yeah, before it had Ron Perlman. It had some like, it had a Steam page and a couple of videos. You did? No, we brought it up. And yeah, I think, yeah. I, did I buy it? We, there was a big discussion and I might have bought it. Like any game that looks like it moves that good is worth a shot. And if it's a roguelike, I'll play it for a little while. And then I'll tell you what I think of it and I'll move on. But it's on Game Pass, so why would I not download it? But I would I play that many... over Hades is the question. Yeah. Why is Steam not reacting? I don't want to tell you about how many games I've downloaded over on Game Pass, played for like 10 minutes and just deleted I can't tell you how many games on Steam I've bought and done the exact same thing and felt oh, like yeah. shit about it. No, it's... Well, I mean, at least, it's, at least it's not free. It's part of my subscription, but I'll uh-huh. download... Like, what was it? I downloaded yeah. Age of Empires Planet Fall or something like that. I made it like oh, two minutes into the tutorial and I'm like, nah, this is, I'm, I'm, yeah. that's all right. It's a good thing I don't have any bandwidth caps because that was a waste of time. <laughs> Man, my Steam app is like non-responsive. Oh no, you get hacked. Hacksaws. I don't know what's going on. Oh, that might have something to do with it. Stop with the porn. That's none of your business, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> or at least get more legal porn. If you're watching it while we're recording, then it is my business. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was not porn. You're a jerk. Anyway. And Steam's still not, and Steam's still not working right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I seriously want to know if I bought the West of Dead or not. I'm going to be trying to uh, I'll, I'll, We'll try it either tonight or tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Um, so, uh, been playing a lot of Overwatch, in fact. Uh, Chris and I were, uh, I think, seven and three on Sunday. Thank you for listening, Chris. Thank you for listening, Chris. Monday, uh, Monday did not go quite as well. Uh, but Tuesday we were, I think it was six and four at the end of the night and it was fine. And I'm, we're doing pretty well. Like, cause I don't want to say he stopped playing Bastion, but Genji got buffed. So you're seeing Genji all the time. And I have kind of climatized him to the notion that a Genji will fuck him up on Bastion because they do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a lot. And um and so he's been playing a lot of Junkrat. Now I meanwhile, I don't know why. I just started playing some Zarya, because I got her gold gun a while ago. And uh I just we just started winning a bunch. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll keep I'll keep this up. Mm-hmm. And I started getting a ton of plays of the games and I'm like launching grabs and Chris is getting all these plays of the games, running rip tires into my grabs. And uh and it's just it's just going really, really nice. But I don't have any hate mail bag this week, I'm afraid. Aw. I know, I know. It's all the sunbeams from rainbows. What the fuck? It's, well, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I'm, trying to think of, I, I'm trying to think if I got teabagged at all. 
I think I you'd remember. I, no, not badly. If, yeah, if it, really if it happened. Yeah, if it happened, it didn't, it didn't leave a mark. Mm. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Ew. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, that, that wrinkly, wrinkly stain. Sm- yeah, smell some Ross Gallops and see if you can't, like, sense memory of something that happened. Are you okay? It looks like an elephant just sat on your forehead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, not, not to be too boring for the listener, but I have reached Platinum 2 in Magic Arena, which is as high as I've ever gotten. And if I get the right draw, people scoop up and quit on me at turn three. So it's awesome. <laughs> what, and and what is the highest rank after platinum? Well, after platinum is diamond, and after diamond you get to mythic, and mythic you're actually like a number, like a ranked number. Oh, like, send you a nice like, email. Like no, now what's the highest number in mythic? Is it like twenty grand one. or is it like thousand? No, one. It's it, it oh, counts sorry. down to one. What's the lowest number? I guess I don't know. I've not seen it. Yeah, I, I've like seen in, people in the thousands. In, in oh, mythic. okay. In Overwatch, there's top five hundreds. Okay, I I think this goes into the thousands, because a lot of people play arena apparently. But it just it just feels good. Where it's like no, it's I get awesome. my turn two drop, I get my turn three drop. They look at it and go, "I'm good," and they quit. I'm like, nice. That's when get those in now before they ru- they quake in your presence. No, it's it's not that. It's just that certain if you're playing a certain kind of deck and I'm playing mine and I get the right stuff down There's and you no have way. no presence, it's it's already done. And so they scoop up. Because they're wasting time at that point. And I'll take the win. I'm fine with that. That's one thing I kind of, I'm sad about with Grifflands. Because as an introduction to a card battler, I was hoping to gain some understanding. Like, when I was playing Hearthstone, there was an enemy over there with a deck of cards. Mm. And a hand that I couldn't see, and they were playing cards. And I understood it. With this, you're only playing your own cards. Mm-hmm. Enemies take actions that appear, and you understand those actions kind of as they hover around. You can mouse over them and understand them, but it's not like I understand the hand the other person has and the deck the other person has. The deck I have, it's weird. It's with Slay the Spire. It takes a long time to really understand what's good and what's not good, or what goods what's good now versus what might be good later. Yeah, it's hard to hard to explain because. I mean, in, in all of the card-based games, due to the randomness, there's a lot more strategy involved because it's like you cannot pick something assuming you're going to get what complements it later. Mm-hmm. You need to grab what helps right now. Even though this is a shiny card, this is an awesome card, but only with this one. No, don't take it. It's just how many yeah. backup plans can you fit in a deck? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the primary character in Griftlands uh, has a combo system where some cards that she does build combo meter. Cool. Her combo points are spent on finishers. They usually require about two to get max effect. Um, she loses a combo point. It, it gets halved every time she takes an attack. Okay. And finisher cards are very rare. Okay, so you have to have a, a kind of maintain a bank of that and somehow some defense. Okay. Yeah, so okay. You, but you can completely ignore the finishers and the combos and just go for other t- types of attacks, which I did. I went for attacks that went for shit like... You know, this attack will allow me to draw. This attack will buff me. This attack will cause a bleed. Shit like that. The other character is a gamble, is an old war guy. And he flips a coin. On one side is a head. On the other side is a snail. <laughs> the cards that you deal both in combat and in conversation will have different... or No, no, just in conversation. Will be more or less powerful depending on which which side of the coin is currently up. Hmm. And you do... There are cards to flip the coin. And there are cards that flip the coin and call it. Like, it's... It is flip the nice. coin and call it? Yeah, so, no, no, flip the coin and, like, get it on 
you decide that it's going to land on the snail. Oh, so you can control it. Okay. Yeah, because in my hand right now, I have three things that the snail okay. will buff, you know. So it's not call it. What's the most ever lost on a coin toss? <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's it's really neat. The writing is really neat. You know, there's a lot to love about Grifflands. Huh. I should I should put some more time into that. I should check out I'm going to freaking buy it right now. You should. I think Sounds you'd good. love it, Alex. And really, I strongly feel that Chamberlain should too. It's on sale right now, sir. Twelve dollars. Twelve. I will. I I want to download the demo first to make sure it will run. I don't want to buy it and have it run like two frames a second on my crappy laptop. So, Um, which is why I'm a console gamer and not a, you know, I'm a console peasant, not one of the PC elite. Artemis Fowl is out on Disney Plus. Has anyone watched that shit? No, God no. No, I did not watch it either. It, man, the AV Club review was just. It was pretty mean. It was pretty mean. Uh, and I've never really liked Kenneth Branagh as a director. I've seen pretty much everything he's ever done because mm. I love Kenneth Branagh so much more than his movies. He's a fun actor. He's oh yeah, good. he's great. Yeah, he's he, he's like Easter with my parents. He's very hammy. But man, yeah. I tried to, that first Thor is a slog. The first Thor? Both of them. The first two. Uh, no, the first one was okay. The first one was too low stakes to be really good, but it was entertaining all the way through on your first viewing. It was well, there's fine. really good like. Acting from, um, not Tom Hulse, oh geez, Loki, um, Hiddleston. Yeah. And like, I think everyone, it's the last time that, uh. Um, like, no, no, don't uh, you remember all of Kat Denning's little, little funny quips? Oh yeah, Kat Denning steals that movie. She, she lit up this, like, there's all kinds of little things we can say about Thor that that was a fun time. And if you go back in time, Alex, I'm sure you will say that you said Thor was a good time at the time. <laughs> okay. We, we all liked Thor then. That was okay. It was a different time. <laughs> the Rainbow Bridge <laughs> scene's really good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, what's, the, I think it's the last time that Anthony Hopkins ever yelled on camera. There's no fucking way. I think Why would he is. stop yelling on camera? He's been so sleepy for so long now. Oh. All of Westworld. I don't know what you mean by that. Judy so Dench is an Artemis Fowl? Yeah, that's the thing, is the supporting cast in Artemis Fowl was attractive yeah. to me. Um, Josh Gad, I'm good. I have, I like Josh Gad. I, I can't. I can. I can. I can. I can. Yeah. He can. He can play Olaf. Wow! One star on Rotten Tomatoes. Ouch! <laughs> ouch, ouch, ouch. Okay, maybe I'll skip Artemis Fowl. You know what? I have been watching though. Hmm. I, I am of there. It's a five season show. I am precisely smack dab in the middle. Two point five seasons through the wire. Oh boy! Hmm. Four's gonna fuck you up, man. The end of season one fucked me up when a major character got shot. Season two is a vacation. I know. And, uh, and I was, I was at first so disappointed to see some major characters from season one so sidelined. Yep. Um, and then so disappointed with what happens to some of those characters in season two. Oh, man. You, oh, and, season four. I'm, you're not ready. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> not. So, like, the red wedding is coming, I guess. But, like, yeah, I'm, man. I don't want to be one of those people going on about The Wire, but I do like talking about the TV that I'm watching on this podcast. That we no, do. it's a great show, and it's worth it, remembering. It actually, no, it is. So, like, How even, old is it? It's quite oh, old. Like it was like 15? Yeah, yeah, it was like 2007 or 2006. No, 2001. Oh, yeah. It's okay. really old. Wow. Yeah, okay. like, they're, old, they're using, like, flip phones and shit. The fact you can't oh, tell, it's a good sign. Um, yeah. Well, or is it because it's set, in, it's set in parts of the city that actually haven't changed much? No. <laughs> There are walking tours. My sister was there. Oh God. gosh. Okay. They can't watch it. They got like a season eight. It's like, nope. But, uh, <laughs> this is, it's also like, it's also a who's who of a lot of really excellent actors. Well, it is a Kingmaker show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there are so many people from the show who went on to just. 
This is Idris Elba's meal ticket right here. I wish, like, the fact that he didn't roll from this directly into Bond. I know, I know, I know, I know. Anyway, it is so good. N-word, are you taking notes at a criminal conspiracy? (laughs) Yeah, they snatches the paper. Taking notes, you know, make it official. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a... Everyone forgets how funny it is. I just got a backpedal. Is that is that the thing to do? Is to drop the phrase N word? That's what I chose to do right there. I'm not sure if it's the right call, but it's the call I went with. I'm not. A, I'm not about to ruffle it's, any it, feathers. It's, it's, it's a safe. It's call. a safe call. It's a safe call. Yeah. Okay. Because if you just left it out, that's that's editing. I think. I agree. And also, you cannot say it as well as Idris Elba can. So. In an American it? accent, I had no idea he was British. God damn it! That makes me angry. Yeah. Watch the uh, watch the hot ones that he did last year. It's hilarious. <laughs> every yep. every time he talks in the wire, I I see Cher Khan a little bit. Like I just hear yeah, he was a really good Cher. I don't like that movie, but he was really no, good. exactly. Yeah, exactly. He was like mm-hmm. the thing that lit up that movie. He was great. Um, he needs to do audio books. Hmm. Ooh, that's really time consuming though. And a lot of audiobooks are self-produced by people. Like I spend half my time gaming listening to audiobooks. Well, there you go. Uh, any other awesome TV or movies that the audience should see? Uh, I rewatched No Country for Old Men. Hmm. Holds up. Yeah, I was, I was just quoting that. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you get that? I got it. Where'd you get it? From the getting place. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what beer leads to, miss. Yeah. Beer leads to more beer. <laughs> it is the, the, the voice for what's what's the actual name with, with the bad haircut? Anton Sugar. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just Javier oh, Bardem trying God. to repress a Spanish accent, do, not yeah. doing a great job. Okay. But it does make it creepy. Comet. Who, who plays? <laughs> and that, that was like the the last role that Josh Brolin was thin for. Yep. <laughs> okay, now who is uh, God? Remind me of the name of the Irish woman who plays his wife. Oh, I don't know, but she was in Brave. Yes, and the fact that she and does... And she's, she's Friday in Mar- Marvel movies. The fact... In Marvel movies? Yeah, she was the... She took over after... Um, That's wicked. Jarvis became uh, Vision. But I thought that her uh, southern accent was just... It's really good, yeah. yeah it's really good. Um, but really the terrifying me. movie. Like, when, when... It's like there's so much silence, and then gunshot, 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 like... I jumped a couple times. Like the the scene in the hotel where he tries to like he sees the tracker and the pile of money and he knows he's coming, so he gets a shotgun, turns out the light, sees his footsteps under the door, then he walks away. Then you know Anton Chigurh shuts up the light in the hallway, and you're just like, oh fuck! And then bam, the uh, the lock hits him in the chest, and it's oh fuck. The um, as as someone who loved the old Hitman games. Mm-hmm. The first thing I always think of when I think of No Country for Old Men is a shotgun with a silencer on it. <laughs> yep. Like you used it, to kill it wouldn't work. It would it would take the sound from like five blocks to one. Yeah. 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 There are no but, silent sounds. Yeah, but but in the movie, he went <laughs> whenever he shot it, and I'm not convinced he's not death himself. <laughs> and that always made me think of you know what movie actually got the sound of rifle fire right? Hmm. Fucking Tremors. Yeah, I did a good job. Because when you hear a rifle remember. shot in the it's distance, so long. <laughs> what it sounds like is, it, it doesn't sound like bang, bang, bang. That's not what a rifle it's sounds a crack. like. crack. It sounds like... Yeah. Yep. It, it, they're 
handguns are pops. Yes. And and uh, the fact that of all movies, fucking Tremor got the sound of a rifle shot right. Ugh, just well, can't you tell Gun Nuts wrote it? You broke into Good the point. wrong basement or whatever that line was. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Roll guard dog. See, the thing is, I remember the edited for TV one. So what I hear that line is, you broke into the go- wrong girl darn rec room, didn't you, you son bitch? Or something like yeah, that. <laughs> no, no. Roll gall darn rec room, Gold didn't you, you big well, jerk. You, you, you know the legendary jerk. one from um yeah. The Big Lebowski? What's that? Um, When... um. John Goodman's breaking that guy's windows out. This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Yeah. It, this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Oh what? My God. Yep. That doesn't even make any no, sense. But yeah, you can appreciate the mental gymnastics it took to write it. Yeah, well, you're trying to match what the mouth is doing. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So, broke into the wrong goddamn rec room, didn't you? Yeah, okay, that's the actual. Okay. Okay. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> Market Zero! <laughs> great cast, great, great little, great little world and culture created just for that movie and well realized. Yeah, the Coens are good at that. That was, those are the Coen brothers? Yeah, Trem- yeah. The Tremors was the Coen brothers. I'm sorry, I, no, thought, I, thought, no, I no. flipped back to No Country. Oh. Oh, I actually, I thought we were talking about, uh, Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. <laughs> Big Lebowski <laughs> you know, it's example. hard to keep track. Big Lebowski is LA and LA yeah. is always that director's version of LA. The best, the best example of that is definitely Tarantino's last one. Yeah, I, I get why people don't like it, but also I've watched it like four times and I love it. I gotta watch it again. I only watched it, it the once. It, it's rewarding. Like you just like hanging out with those guys, and he totally killed his wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but and it never lets you forget it. <laughs> but I hate that. I hate that. That. Um. That Lee scene it sucks. Lee scene? The Br- the Bruce Bruce Lee scene. Oh, where he just lets him get, th- he just lets a middle aged Brad Pitt throw him into a car door. I don't. Mm-hmm. He says what he's gonna do when he just lets him do it. I don't fucking buy it, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Didn't Bru- Bruce, Bruce Lee's family actually like had take issue with that. Yes, oh, they yeah. did. Yes, yeah. they did. Yes, they did. They didn't like that at all. And I, I wonder why. I want to say Brad Pitt said the same thing on set. And was talked out of it by Tarantino. Tarantino is... Uh, and I, I don't remember the rationale Tarantino used. Like, it, it was a fine rationale to convince Brad Pitt is famously dumb. So... <laughs> I get it. Better, yeah. to, better to speak softly and to be thought a fool. Yeah. Um, really? Brad Pitt's famously dumb? Yeah. Yeah, but he's he's got a really good publicist. Yeah. So he's for looking at, is what you're telling me. Um, and Angelino no, Jolie sure, just kind of nailed him down. I'm sure he's a nice no. guy, and well, well, didn't she also set him free? Aren't they? I guess they're I don't think they're now, together yeah. anymore. No, but I also, also, who gives a shit? Oh, I hope he gets back with Jen. Jennifer <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aniston hasn't changed. She looks the same as she did when she was doing. Yeah, friends. yeah, she's one of them it's vampires. Actually kind of freaky. Yeah. You know what'd be nice though is if they met like somewhere backstage at like an Emmys thing, and they do a Benjamin Button sketch. Yeah, kinda. No, no. <laughs> No, and he just sits down and goes, I'm tired. And she goes, me too. Because she's pretty husky when you listen to her voice. Yep. And and then they just look at each other, and they go home and snuggle. And that's the end of the story. But also, here's all the kids from my other wife. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> we bought him at the flea market. You know what? These days, that is, I'm not, I'm not sure that's a very good look on the Jolies. No, it's not. Oh, snatching kids from other countries? Yeah. Oh. Probably not. No. 
But I'm not going to fight her, are you? You think there'd be one or two American kids who could use a home. Right. Or Canadian, which we always forget. (laughs) Oh, you think Americans don't want Canadians? I bet it's like a high commodity. Probably. Yeah, I've been polite. Don't you want your son to say a boot? Think about how cute that will be. (laughs) Your kid wouldn't say a boot. Well, we'll just condition well, him. We'll you, if you've yeah, got an old one out of your system... De- you, you've, you've deprived him of his original culture. <laughs> our culture is weird. Our culture is like... Do you remember in uh, in junior high when you were making like giant posters or something? You would take an overhead and draw it on the overhead and then project the overhead onto the wall or whatever and trace yeah. it on the wall. Yeah. That's Canadian culture. American culture is what's on the slide. <laughs> like we really are. We're like this weird reflection of you guys plus a little bit more Britain. Like we were also, just you kinda actually did the melting pot thing. Oh yeah, we, we just it. talk about it. Mm. No, no. No? You, no, you guys want a melting pot. What you want is for everyone to show up and say they're American. Ah. We want everyone to show up and say, and we say, welcome to Team Canada. You're still Jamaican or wherever you came from. And, you know, we're going to have like every year there's festivals and we look forward to that and hang on to that. And so Canada kind of embraces microcultures. We really like it. Hmm. It's cool. You're not actually going to have those sense. festivals like this it. year, are you? Are they all canceled? Uh, you know, I haven't looked into it. I only ever like find out about them when like the flyers come. <laughs> and you're trying to get somewhere like, hey, there's a festival here. All right. Well. Uh, no, the last time I went to one, I needed to buy a, I needed to buy an Irish ring, and I couldn't find one at any jewel in the city. I wanted one that came from Ireland, and so we went to the Irish Pavilion, and I actually got one. Cool. Uh-huh. It's a good time. Hmm. Does that mean it's time for headlines? It must be. Headlines in Overwatch news. 2019 MVP Sinatra, who quit the game, for the record, w- celebrated with his very own $10 League skin for Zarya, which references the alien symbol his fans associate with him and the characteristic black suit of his namesake, Frank Sinatra. It is a pretty kind of not great skin. Do you know what he went to go play? Uh, I want to say that retired? Valorant. No, like Valorant or whatever oh. the other one is. Great, oh. great career choice there, buddy. Yeah. Oh, no, just something else. Like who, who It's knows? like streamers jumping to uh, Apex whatever Legends, Microsoft plug- program is. <laughs> Apex Legends is coming to Switch. I left that out of headlines because who cares? But Why? Yeah, like uh. Apex Legends on Switch. Why? No. It's not for that. Okay. Um, and I think, I've, I think I've figured out what the problem with these League skins is. Because every time a League skin comes out, everyone's like, oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, they're designed by uh, by. by, by the, the community or something? I mean, no, like, never. Like it's always it's always too much. The mm. first one was uh, was Jonak, and it was it was um, uh, it was robot or android robot plus um, octopus was the idea. <laughs> and so what the skin is is the head is a little terrarium holding a tiny octopus whose hands are at the controls of the Zenyatta robot. Kind of, okay, yeah, but you really, gotta, it's a thinker and yeah. you got to look at, you got to look at all the little parts and on its own from a distance, the skin does not look awesome. Doesn't read well from. Yeah. The Zarya one, range. I guess you could say reads better from a distance, but still when you look at it, it's just like, you know what would have been cooler than alien Zarya in a suit? Alien Zarya or 
Zarya in a suit. Zarya in a suit. Yeah. Like you gotta you gotta stop combining the two things because it's never working out. Like just pick one. I would have loved Zarya in a suit. That would have been fucking awesome. I was really <laughs> disappointed with the hideous alien face. <laughs> Especially because because like so yeah like I bought it because I'm like I'm. Zarya is really far and away my best tank. Uh, and then I immediately switched back to the workout gear for Zarya. It's just a better skin. It's like a little hoodie. Did you actually pay real money for it, or were you able to use gold for it? Um, this is a league thing, so you have to use league points. You can earn league points by watching games on Twitch, I think. I don't pay attention to how you earn game- league points, because I don't watch fucking yeah, shit on Twitch or anything yeah. else. Uh, so I had to spend ten of my dollars. Oof. But we will recall that David used to invest heavily in loot boxes in Overwatch. True. And that, that hasn't been a thing in quite some time. That's good. And again, I spend a lot of time on Zarya. And I'm, right. I'm a bit of a click. I don't feel bad about it. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. It's better than loot boxes. At least you know what you're getting. Hmm, I suppose so. But still, not a great skit. <laughs> <laughs> not a good investment. All right. <laughs> uh, all those weird balance updates on Experimental a few weeks back are now live. So Genji just got buffed. You see him like every game. Uh, thank goodness Zarya is actually quite good versus Genji. Uh, Echo's beam got nerfed. Genji shurikens were buffed. His deflect was buffed. Hanzo's storm arrow got buffed. Also now, if a competitive game collapses early due to a lever or whatever, you will now be entered into a priority queue and apparently get into a game much faster hey, in most that's cases. A great idea. It'd be better if it were... Well, the thing is, quick play games don't end when someone leaves. Quick play games get a backfiller. Hmm. So yeah, it is a good thing. <clears throat> The bundle for racial justice and equality raised one point eight point one million dollars. That doesn't Whoa. seem like enough. So I don't that's know. Still a lot. Divide that that's by five. eight million bucks. I don't know. That's that's still that's like one point. I don't know. What's eight divided by five? Eight point one divided by five. Calculator, calculator. Uh, I don't know. Hang on, hang on. Not quite two. Eight point <laughs> one. One point something. One point five. 1.62. That's okay. one point. Uh, so if everyone paid five dollars, that's 1.62 million people. That doesn't seem like many, because it's 1,500 games. Is it? Whoa! It's over 1,500. It's a lot. Wow. I forget how much it landed on eventually. See, some of these I've never heard of, but they have tremendous names. Yes. Okay. So now, so what? It, what I was introduced to once I bought this, I bought it on my phone, and because uh, I. And then it's on a thing, I don't even remember what the platform is, but when you go, I can only access my bundle through the email. That's the only way to get it. It's not like a page that I can click on in my library that takes me to it. It's just the email, and if I need the email resent, the people to contact with that are in the email. So, <laughs> I know, it's really weird. So, so you need to download all 1,500 of these and put them on a hard drive. So... um so when I opened it up on my phone, there was like, uh, there was a bunch of pages. There was like over 50 pages to go through. And each one of these pages had like 15 games on it or something. It was a lot. Yeah. And so I just started scrolling down and I took a screenshot of every one that I was like, huh. And then once I got to like 10 pages, I stopped. Because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I can't do this all day. Anyway, <laughs> here we go. Uh, it was just five bucks, so I bought it for like thirty. I think I think that's actually twenty five. I think it said like it was like, do you want to pay twenty bucks more? And I'm like, sure, I do. Click. And uh, now I own like 1,500 indies, including but not limited to <clears throat> Overland, Night in the Woods, Celeste, okay. A Short Hike. If there's one that I actually want to try, that's it. Mune Base, which the picture is like a little cat inside a spacesuit. 
<laughs> and he's a cartoon. So yeah, so that's that's on the list. I'm, I'm still mad Mugenics never came out. I agreed. Uh, although the name was problematic. Yeah, it's bad. They should have changed that. But also, I can't, I thought it was funny. It was, no, it was funny, but it was yeah. still bad. Also, very, you know. Okay. Uh, extreme Meat Punks Forever, Gay Disaster Mech Pilots Killing Fascists. <laughs> okay. Anodyne. I hope that's a twin stick shooter, but anyway. I have no idea. Uh, Democratic Socialism Simulator. <laughs> Baby, babysitter Bloodbath. Tonight We Ride, a crowd-based retro brawler. Diaries of a Spaceport Janitor, Social Justice Warriors, Cat Lateral Damage, Dungeons and Lesbians, Wheels of Aurelia, Nuclear Throne, Pikuniku. Oh, te- Nuclear Throne. Yeah, I know. And yeah, that's good. Pikuniku, yeah, my, my brother says, is worth 30 bucks long. Uh, the testimony what, of- What the hell is Pikuniku? I, I don't know. But it's apparently it's worth 30 bucks a little, little bit. It's a weird kind of side-scrolling platformer where you're playing like guys who look like, like ovals. It's interesting and huh. odd. I didn't get very far into it. The testimony of Trixie Glimmer. Speed dating for ghosts. Pyre. Octodad, Dadliest Catch. Yeah, Pyre. Octodad, Heavy Bullets, Witch Thief, Gun House, So You've Been Thrown Down a Well. (laughs) The Sword and the Slime, Godsend, Sheep Dreams Are Made of This, and An American Werewolf in L.A. And that's where I stopped because I looked that up to see if it was on any other platform because I watched a trailer and I was like, I would like to play that, but not on my (laughs) PC. (laughs) But it's not anywhere else. So you've been thrown down a well. That's a great... That's and great the image is like old school um, Gre- Grecian, and like so you like this giant person tossing just simply a miniature adult sized thing down a well, or a miniature adult shaped thing down a well. It was weird. <laughs> anyway, um, what, what are you doing it? I don't know. Okay, let's look. Let's look. So you've been thrown down the well. Copy. Uh, and we okay. go to Google. Drive through RPG dot com product. So Turns out to get thrown down the well in the well. sequel. Uh, it's a cliffhanger. What? After a long fall, yeah. you've landed on something soft, a bit squishy and squelchy, really, and moving. Is it a worm? That's like the tagline for it. Plunge into the ju- judicial well in search of redemption and possibly escape in this fully illustrated adventure so you've been thrown down a well. A sec- Okay, what is this? Community copies... Bodyguards. If the purchase of price of So You've Been Thrown Down a Well is a hardship to you, please feel free to grab one of these community copies. Every full price purchase will add another copy to this pool, which we are starting off with five copies. All copies have been claimed. Uh, Print version. Uh, comment. So I don't understand how. Like, is it like. It looks like it's text based. I don't know. I've, I can't get into text adventures. I wish I could. It, you may soon be eaten by a Gru. This adventure is intended for use with the Troika RPG. Oh, if you okay, aren't familiar like a... with Troika, you should be. It's a rules light, completely wacky RPG by the Melsonian Arts Council. Okay, so that that's got to be an actual like like pen and paper version of whatever it is. I I don't. So what you've got is a digital version of that. I don't hmm. know. I have no idea. And that's what makes it fun, though. Yeah, no, it is interesting. Like, there's all kinds of shit on there. Some of it is just gaming assets. There are packs and packs and packs of game assets. Huh, okay. I could start being an indie developer if I wanted to, and weren't so lazy. So lazy. It's a shit ton of work. Yeah, and I'm not up for that. Or any. Yeah. Like, we all saw what happened to Phil Fish. We'll lose our goddamn minds. (laughs) I'm already there. Like, I think anyone going through... You got a better excuse than Phil... 
I do. Anyway, you really do. I got, I got my reasons. Yeah, he was a quiet guy, but we saw it coming. <laughs> that that indie <laughs> game movie's good for the wrong reasons. Oh, I don't even want to watch it. I don't oh, like. Man, I don't Phil, like to think Phil's of the a, amount. Feels a bastard. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't want to see all the developers suffering at the hands of these egos. Mm. And the guy who did Braids exactly who you think he is. Oh, an insufferable dick. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you With like money. You, you, you put him and. Uh, uh, God, Neil, help me out, Donnie Dog, Neil. Druckmann. You put, Druck, ne- Druck, you put ne- him and Neil Druckmann in a cab, within 10 seconds they're making out. Oh, yeah. It's like looking in a mirror. But no, then they just can't stop arguing who is doing it better. A mirror of self-importance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy who comes out really well is the guy who did Super Meat Boy. Hmm, that's like, he's kind of like the, I guess, protagonist kind of. You know, I would be devastated if it turned out that Tim Schafer was not like a super nice guy. I it would have come out like yeah. Oh, apparently, um, um, Jack Black was audibly hurt. He wasn't asked to be in um, uh, adventure. Um, what's it? Double Fine Adventure. Oh. And they acquiesced. Oh. He felt left out. I don't think if someone's a bastard, you feel left out of their games. So what, Jack Black whined about this? I'm not in the game. No, Is like he, he shows up on like a um um like a behind the scenes making up and he like pretends he doesn't know like he told me you guys weren't do- you didn't need me, but like I don't know. He's a big guy with the beard. I feel like you at least considered it. I mean, I don't know. It's it, it's it's a it's a joke. Hmm. Alright. Alright. I feel like Jimmy. He Jack seems Black genuine. I read a lot of his school. uh stuff. Hmm. What about me and Jack Black? I feel like you and Jack Black went to that same high school, and you thought he was like a metal poser. No. <laughs> <And> <laughs> no while you, I, while you I... can actually play, and <laughs> I cannot, and, and he went on and became famous, and you're like, "Fuck that guy." You're no, like, I love Jack. Yeah, I love Jack. Black. <laughs> you're like, uh, you're like, John... hang on, I got a cough. Yep, that's some good stuff, man. You're like John Mulaney's husband or John Mulaney's <laughs> father, getting pissed off about uh, Bill Clinton. Mm. <laughs> fucking, Maybe. J- fucking Jack Black. Fucking Jack Black. Ugh. Anyway, I'm trying to think of someone I dislike like that for no particular reason. No, um, there's nobody. Uh, yeah, I forget her name now. The person who stole your idea for your story. Okay, Kristen Bell didn't steal any ideas for any stories. She starred, but in, in your a personal show narration, that was very similar she, to the writing. She, she starred in a show. That may, that was eerily similar to a series that I had written and can't come out on Canadian radio a year prior. But, but you hate her. Okay, I did for years. Okay. <laughs> and then he got to the good place. Yeah, and then I got to the good place. And plus, I got over that whole thing. I was like, yeah, that's probably not you. Although there's this part of me that knows. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> But I certainly don't blame her for that. It just, it just looking at her always reminded me of when I walked away from success. Yeah. Like I never became Dave Chappelle because when Hollywood came calling, I was like, oh, I don't God. know. He found a way to stay better. Uh, Dave Chappelle left too. He's like, yeah. I'm gonna go to Africa for a while. Walked yeah, away but, from but hundred million he, he, dollars. What I'm, my point is, he w- he had something to walk away from. Yeah, he did. When True. when those lights lit up and said, David, I was like, no, like, nah. Nah. Feeling sad. They were like, no, 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 no. Whatever. Mr. Chappelle, behind you, David. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> okay. Uh, West of Dead is out now on Xbox One and Steam, and will come to Switch and PS4 in August. Cool. Starring at Permutations. Thing is, I don't need it in August. I needed something to fill the time between now and fucking Ghost of Tsushima. When is that? 
Goes to Sushima. I'm interested in that. Yeah, me too. Well, that didn't I'm not really in the mood for Apocalypse Agony right now. I agree. July 17th, so almost precisely one month. Okay. Four and a half have long the, weeks, gentlemen. Have the review embargoes uh, for, lifted for, for Last of Us, Last of Us? Oh, yeah. oh, man, allow me to metacritic your ass. Mm, that's mm. interesting. It's not. It's, uh, it's, Is it super high and boring? It's almost uniform, and there are okay. It's ninety-five based on oh, ninety-two man. reviews. Okay. Um, but there, there are some like IGN Japan. <clears throat> the Last of seventy. The Last of Us Part Two tries too hard to differentiate itself from its predecessor. <laughs> While astonishing cityscapes and more varied combat options are great evolutions, Part Two lacks the poetic serenity that made the original road trip or road movie-like epic such a masterpiece. On top of that, uninteresting new characters burden the story, making Ellie's journey feel conventional and not nearly as captivating as the original. Okay, but that's, that's one review. That's, that's one review. That's that's the one shitty review. Beneath a one hundred from D- Digital Chumps, a one hundred from IGM, a one hundred from Eurogamer Italy, a one hundred oh. from Power Unlimited, a one a ninety five from Gamesbeat, a ninety five from Worth Playing, and then we get down to the seventy. And now there's apparently hundred and two critic reviews. There are there are a bunch that are listed that don't give scores at all. But does Naughty Dog have the same Nintendo bonus? Um. I don't know. We shall find out. Or at least I shall. Yeah. You gentlemen shall wait. I will find out eventually. Something I'm super good. Kotaku was I, like, okay, so let's talk about that thing in The Last of Us. And I'm like, it's not even fucking out yet. Like, no, I'm not clicking on that, you bastards. No, like, I would rather play Persona 4 for the fifth time than that once. I feel like that's a bold statement for a game you haven't played. Well, technically. It, like, it's Persona 4 with some uh, no, no, quality no. of life stuff. No, I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about The Last of Us Part 2. I, I think right. you did that on purpose. No, like, I, I, I played a game to Druckmann directed, and I fucking hated it, and I am just not in the mood. Fair enough. But it might be, might be okay. It might be okay. Cause I've read just, spoilers. That's not what's turning me off. I just... I, I just I thought about replaying The Last of Us. I'm like, man, I'm not up for that even. And I know what happens. Oh, I... I did I tell you guys I played some of it? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. You I showed did. you guys and you stopped. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember why I stopped. It was just like, yeah, okay. That was done. You um, knife a lot of stuff in the neck. Yeah, and and that that was my problem. Because I remember being so impressed with the desperation and fear on your victims when you killed them in The Last of Us. And playing The Last of Us Remastered, it, it just didn't move me in that way anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So I had to put it aside. I didn't really feel the terror of my victims, Alex. No, no. I need, I need my prey to squeal when I bite it. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. They um, did in Maneater. No! Oh, God. <laughs> that was us. That was a great game. Eating them hobos. Man, the combat in... Fuck. Going from that to Spider-Man, Spider-Man just comes off like a rose. The combat in Spider-Man is so gorgeous. Yeah, when you push a button in Spider-Man, things happen. You can make like an entire build just happen. around the web. Okay, okay, you know what? I I mastered the bucking bronco of the shark in Man Eater. You could have right. too if you just kept with it. I was good. And didn't walk away. I was good. I made Project Warlock my bitch, so there you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a hard game. Yeah. I just walked up to Project Warlock and she was like, "No," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> 
Does that mean I don't take no for an answer? Because that makes me sound pretty bad. Actually. No. no. <laughs> no you, you, you went up to product, pro, uh, Project Warlock and Project Warlock. Can was I get like, your number? Can I get your number? No, really. Can I get your number? was like, I, I think you got my number, honey. <laughs> and then you showed, you showed Project Warlock that you did indeed have her number. I did. Not one can, not one restart listener. Anyway. Not one. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons announced with a no gameplay trailer. Was there gameplay of Squadrons? No, it was all in engine, but there's no gameplay. Yeah, yeah. So it was a really disappointing trailer. It was a really disappointing announcement for a game apparently coming this year, coming October 2nd on everything. But the PSV4 version has a VR version. Mm-hmm. And that is very appealing. Like TIE Fighter in VR. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But your next line here says it's four by four v four multiplayer. I know, I know, and that That's immediately fine. turns me off. Like I'd, I'd no, be much no. more interested in a no. in a uh, X wing, X wing or Tie Fighter or style Squadron campaign on the GameCube. Yeah, Rogue like, Squadron was awesome. Yeah, like I love those old campaigns, and I yes. love. And so, if this doesn't have something like that, I'll be very disappointed because I hate multiplayer as a rule. But then again, there's Overwatch. that. Yeah, there's Overwatch. So I, maybe. It, it, it upsets me so much that EA finally does something with the Star Wars license. It's like, yes, we can fly around. Oh, it's 4v4 multiplayer. So, you know what? You know what, man? I want a campaign like Rogue Squadron, Rogue Squadron 2, or the Jedi Starfighter games on PlayStation 2. Those were great, too. Well, given how shitty communication has been in the C3, that's entirely, it's entirely that's, possible. That's, that's true. There. That may just, just be the side know. part of it. Yeah. We don't know. Um, so, d- does anyone else remember Microprose? I remember no. the name. Yeah. Yeah. I remember playing like an old fucking back when back when computers had a they they just beeped they literally just beeped and they could go like do 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 they could play like MIDI Apple files two stuff yeah like that shit Microprose had a game where you were playing as a as a submarine commander and they had somehow miraculously in the 16-bit era, figured out a way to make that shitty speaker on my com- computer go, dive, dive, dive. It was a crazy... Yeah, when it happened, I flipped out. Microsoft Pro was the original publisher for Civilization. Yes. Civ 2. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, like... I can, okay, I can see the logo now, all those lines. Yes. The, yep. lo- the logo, like, nowadays is so... It looks like... It looks like art that should be in the background of a dystopian future. Yes. But... <laughs> <laughs> So they're well, back. That, wasn't uh, that exactly what Apple was doing? What? Is dystopian hmm. computer ads? <laughs> okay, well, Microprose is back. Apparently, they're publishing first-person shooters now. Mm. I wrote crappy looking because I couldn't remember any of them, so I assume they must have been. But I did see two of them and don't remember them. So I'm assuming they're crappy looking. Uh, you guys remember the game Carrion? Yeah, it was a cool trailer last year. Yeah, so Carrion's coming to Switch this summer. So you're like, yeah, you're basically like a giant flesh-eating blob. And you just go through environments and kill things that are trying to, you know, these little human things that are trying to shoot you. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And getting bigger as you absorb them or something like that. Yeah, it actually looked pretty cool. It did. Uh, But it also looked like one of those Hotline Miami-style games where I played once and never again. But you finished the first Hotline Miami, didn't you? Yeah. You didn't finish the second one. Because the first one was revolutionary, and the second one was just more of it. Mm, okay. Trying to be different all the way through, and never being quite as good. But being really pretentious now that I think of it. <laughs> no, remember remember how heavy-handed that story was in Hotline Miami 2? That game was very much up its own ass a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can't deny that. Yeah. Although, come on, it ends with a nuke. That was it cool. does. It ends with a nuke. Anything that ends with a nuke going off... 
Oh, I just I see Bojack. Oh, look, the nuclear missiles are coming. Oh, remember that? No, uh, no that okay. was it. Was that was uh, that was the show in the show, right? Yeah, yeah. What was the show called? Um, Dilbert. No, horsing no. around. No, no, no. Oh, no crap! No. Like, sh- Not- like Filbert. 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 That was it. Yeah. I never did finish that rewatch of Bojack. Uh, it's rough. Grifflands is now available. Uh, new Pokemon Snap announced for Switch coming soon. I saw, I saw some videos. It looks was okay. That, mini, that, that was that mini direct that they had. Yeah. Yesterday Not my first game? choice for a you know top to bottom remake, but okay. Yeah, and then they announced Pokemon Cafe Mix, where you're running a cafe that serves Pokemon, and all your best friends are Pokemons, mm. and you're gonna solve puzzles together and go on adventures and run this cafe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Cyberpunk 27, 2077 has been delayed again. To, to Look at my 19. shocked face. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, let it come out on the new gen. I'm happy with that. Not, I'm I am kind of in, in for a game where you're, just, you're taking down, like, a, you know, entrenched, uh, uh, the police. Dystopia. I'm, uh, yeah. I could be down for that. <laughs> I could throw uh, a Molotov cocktail or two. Okay, but how much of that did you get from anything we've seen of Cyberpunk so far? Well, the uh, the EMTs are pretty fucking loaded. EMTs? Like the guys who respond to Yeah, they bodies? point a gun at you because you're poor. Oh, uh, really? You remember that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just, no, that's... You know what? They got some shit to say. I, f- I feel like uh, someone needs to explain to those police that they're here to serve and protect people. It would be nice, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're not though. That was a, there was a paid service. I want to be the symbol that city needs. There was a really nice article on. I want. It was either Jezebel. I think it was Jezebel or the Root about that lady cop with the McMuffin. No, Karen McMuffin. Yes. Yeah, Karen McMuffin. Wait, that's actually her name. No, it's what her, what it is now. Oh. Yeah, okay. she, she's a Karen, and the issue was McMuffins. So you she know, waited three minutes for a McMuffin and had a breakdown over it. Yeah. So you know when you go to the drive-through really? at McDonald's and they, you know they. The bacon just came out of the freezer. It'll take another three minutes for just to make the McMuffin. So here's your yeah. coffee. Just pull over there. We'll bring it to you in a minute. Yeah. Okay. So three minutes later, the person walks into the, like that. That event occurs. She takes. She films that video of herself. I think. Right. Yep. Yeah. And the point that I read on Jezebel and really, I really, really liked was that the problem is. Is, you know, we've all gone to McDonald's or Burger King or whatever and been told to sit in that spot. Yeah. And most of us have gone through that without incident. Yeah, you just sit there and you wait for your food. Yeah. yeah. But conceivably, man, if you were having a shit day, if you hadn't slept properly in the last two days, if you hadn't eaten right, and this is finally your food, this is finally the thing that's going to get you back to right before you get home and get into bed or whatever. And it's not fucking ready! And you just flip out. Like, we've all Yeah, we've I wouldn't all post that shit on the internet, though. That's true as well. That's the point. But Why would you do that that's to not, yourself? No, that's not the point. The point is, we've all... We're all fallible like that. We all have moments like that. And no yes. one... And thus, no one should really have the authority to pull out a gun and say, Yeah, you're done. Yeah. That should be, that should be decided by groups of learned people deciding shit based on rules. Um, I love that article. I thought it made a really good point. It really empathized with this person. So, yeah. But, but like, she, this is making an excellent point about police. About police. Police are human beings. And 
I, I, one of the things, like, isn't that one of the things they're doing in LA is they're having a response unit for, for just. Handle all nonviolent calls, not to have yes. be handled like a social worker, essentially. Yes! Yeah. What an amazing first step. There should be like response units for specific things. In an, you should have in your investigation unit, you could have a response unit for violent shit, and you want to have those guys, those people. That are prepared yeah. to kick down a door when a door needs to get kicked down. Absolutely, we need those people on the team, but they don't need to be your entire force. Nope. Or even most and of they it. don't fucking need tanks. Well, sometimes the traffic's pretty bad. I guess when the enemy has ta- when the enemy has four by fours, you want a tank. They're driving Escalades. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see those rims? I need a tank. And that's really disappointing about that Artemis Fowl show. What now? I, I was up for I was up for like a special effects adventure, man. Oh yeah, no, no. And I'm really sad that it's apparently terrible. I, I, I saw enough. That script is garbage. Like I know a lot of like people I knew in like middle school that read it, and then later were like, "No, it's about a rich kid mad that people don't recognize that he's better than everyone else," and it's a kind of a shit narrative. It was Doesn't popular. Seemed very timely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was popular. But it's definitely something that Disney would have picked up and gone, this is our style. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> that Eisner? So, Does that have Eisner written over? <laughs> with theaters opening up, there's no movies to go see now. That's what I don't get. Like Theaters, start, theaters are starting to open up again at like 50% capacity. You can huh. do everything online. You can do this, but what are you going to go see? What's coming out now? Or are they just going to rerun old stuff? Because um, everything's got pushed. I, I am good just staying... Yeah, I don't, I don't need to go to a movie theater right now. No. What if you and wanted to see Tenet? I don't need to see Tenet right now. I really don't. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. It'll yeah. come to streaming soon enough. Everything has been. <laughs> <laughs> like a week later. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I didn't watch that King of Staten Island either. I, I don't think he's talented. The thing is, everyone in the comedy world wants him to succeed because he's grown up in it. And he's like the he's like the little brother of everyone who's successful in comedy. Yeah, he's just he's not that he's not that good. He doesn't really have a voice yet. Still, mm-hmm. like he's been on SNL for what like three or four years, and I just I, he's got one or two good decent sketches, but it's the same character, and he just does nothing with his face. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's the joke. That's it. That's all I can do, and that that's a funny joke. I do often like those though. Yeah, but it is the same joke. But he can't anchor over. a goddamn movie. Mm. Well, maybe, but the thing is, maybe he could. I haven't given him the shot. And no one thought Amy Schumer could until she did, right? Yeah. I like Trainwreck. That's true. I love Trainwreck. We all love Trainwreck. Yeah. But then she went on and did, you know, uh, Goldie Hawn Kidnapped, which, was, yeah. which wasn't awful. It was okay. I didn't mind it, actually. <laughs> but the one after that, the I Feel Pretty. I didn't even know. I didn't remember that. Oh, God. Nobody does. <laughs> okay. So, I Feel Pretty. Is Amy Schumer is a normal lady like Amy Schumer who feels you know negative about her body, and then one day she gets bonked on the head and thinks she's super hot, so she starts oh. acting like it and turns uh. her life around. Ugh. Yeah, that's tr- that's uh. You, you have to be nuts to think that you're yeah. attractive. Yeah, forty-eight percent. Yeah, yeah. on Metacritic. Yeah. yeah okay. So it had some stuff, but it was one joke that didn't quite like analyzed it better upon release. I don't remember much, but it was not great. It was yeah. definitely <sighs> troublesome. We should have got a train wreck too. 
Cast we should have. Cast with Bill Hader and something. Oh, yeah, no. Bjorn and Bill Hader just knocking off each other for an hour. I'm in. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Get a great supporting cast again. Hi, <laughs> right, man. Are we getting happened? a Barry season three? Are we getting a Barry? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a huge critical success for them. Good. At the very Good. least. They just announced another season of Castlevania. I'm not going to watch it, but they announced it. You're, You're not going to watch Castlevania? Watch no. It. Why not? Because I hated the last season. Oh, okay. I watched it twice. We went through this. Yeah, but... I hated it. That's a shame. But Okay, let's go back to why you hated it. Why? why <laughs> because you... two-thirds of it was worthless and stupid. I guess. What, I don't about to agree, but I can see why you'd which, say that. Which, which, which storylines did you consider worthless and stupid? Just the ones that weren't Alucard or the ones that weren't... No, I don't know. The, the Alucard one was dumb. The Alucard one was dumb. Yeah, the Alucard one was dumb, and the Vampire Sisters were like, eh. They went nowhere. Well, except for the, you know, the sadomasochism towards the end there. That was... Mm-hmm. Yikes. That was something. The, the entire thing would have been better if it was like three episodes and just Trevor mm-hmm. and um, Sypha. What so, about... um? Okay. Uh, the uh, Alchemist dude. Well, he was in that storyline. He was fine. No, no, no. Um, ah, no, shit, no, the guy who's raising the Isaac, dead. Isaac, Isaac, Isaac. Isaac, oh, Isaac, Isaac? Yeah. yeah, Isaac's Oh, Isaac would have been awesome. okay for a B story. Because he had like four stories going in there, and Isaac yeah, was okay yeah. for a B story. Okay. And Isaac was okay for a B story for season two as well. Okay, here, here's the thing. Would this season have been stronger without the the Vampire Sisters? Yes. Mm, a little okay. bit. Okay. Here's Maybe. The, here's the thing. The Vampire Sisters is very clearly setting up the next season. Yeah, but, know, but they didn't that, pay enough off um, in one season. I, I think. Okay. and it was kind of just like they, they tried to play it up as like a mirror thing, but like the kind of the exact same thing happened to Alucard at the same time, and it just seemed repetitive. No, it, it like, didn't, it's the exact no, no, same no, no, sex no. trap. We, we went we went over this. Not not yeah. the exact same sex trap. What it was was it was the final temptation slash conflict for each of our characters. Okay, which is why it's, it's interspersed with the fight with. Um, <clears throat> With, with Trevor, yeah. yeah, with Trevor and Sypha. So it is it is the final confrontation for each of the three things. And I thought they did a spectacular job merging them all together and having all but all but uh, Trevor and Sypha fail. All of our heroes fail at the end. No, no, Isaac does not fail. Yes. Well, okay, sorry. The the ones... Yeah, I mean, I guess, the, God, the guys it was, having it was sex really, both failed. It was really sex negative now that I think yeah. of it. Yeah, it was. It does suck. Because, like, Alucard's a broken motherfucker after that. Yeah, he kills True. them, and now he's just, you know... Yeah. At some time in the next yep, season, I'm, I'm, they're going to show up looking for help, and he's going to be like, no. I I'm shall. a putting bodies on pikes kind of guy now, I guess. Yep. I shall never love again. Yeah. It's... Well, he and Trevor have to get it on. None could understand my sexy pain. Him talking <laughs> to those dolls got me pretty good. <laughs> it was cute. It was really Don't cute. Don't ask. No, there were moments, but it was just, as a, as a season, I'm like, I could lose half of this, and I would have had more fun with it. Okay, but, I, but you maybe. do appreciate... Okay, no, the thing is, as a story, I think you're right. I think the weakness of the sisters is that it completely lacked any... Well, we One of the things we loved about this show is the action. Yes, that's why I'm here. Now, the but all the rest is a great setup. The thing is, there was all set up with the sisters and no action, ever. There was a couple little tussles in the cell and between the bars and shit. And it was, uh, yeah, and, she, and she kicked his ass. Yeah, she kicked his ass. It was, it was kind of cool. Um, but it wasn't as fucking awesome as Trevor and Sypho. 
Nah. Period. Wasn't as awesome as Isaac. Period. And so that is well, true. And so this entire season would have been stronger without that plot line. But without that I really plot like line, the count we talking to the, the uh, cult leader dude. Those are good scenes. The count talking to the cult leader dude. The dumb fucking um, Bill Nye. Oh yeah, count? yeah. Yeah, that, that was like character. I told you not to go anywhere, and you're somewhere else. But that's what the fuck? that again is the strong Trevor and Cypher story, which is yes. accurate. Accurate. It was absolutely the best story. <laughs> But I loved the payoff to the sisters. I loved all of the characters in the sisters, and all of the audi- all of the artists I follow online. Yeah, Count Saint Germain preferred the sisters to any other characters in those shows. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. What was the other guy's name? The guy with the sisters who got fucked, and then he got fucked. Again? Isaac and Hector. Hector, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. I, don't know, I just like that Legion shows up as a as a boss. I'm like hey, that Legion. whole sequence was fucking awesome. Yes, yes. He gets attacked by a town, and when he, you know, when he when they realize that he can't be beaten with just guys on foot, here I'm gonna make a giant ball of corpses. Stop that. Here's some literal waves of dead bodies. Stop that. And he does. It was great. Yeah, it makes you wonder why he didn't summon. He hasn't been summoning giant demons the entire time. Cause, like, cause Isaac has like got little demons, right? Yeah. And then when he when he really needs it, he summons a guy that's like Godzilla size. Why would you not have that Godzilla guy with you all the time? <laughs> I'll explain next season. Yeah, you'll never know because all <laughs> of that stuff, watch. all of that stuff that you just said, agreed was awesome. Yeah. It's all fuck, man. I'm fine with that. I don't need Tre- more. Trevor Seifert and Isaac anymore. have further adventures ahead of them. They do. The pieces are all. Maybe I'll watch those episodes. They've got. They've got these. Well, <laughs> then all you got to do is you know that all you got to do is skip to the last two episodes of a season. That's it. Those this are always. True. Those are always. That's always the action scene. But that action scene. God. Okay. I'm gonna have to break this down for you, Chamberlain. When you're trying to tell a story, you don't just go. Straight for the climax. What you gotta do? Yeah. No, 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 no. Gotta, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to explain. I'm trying to explain this to Chamberlain. <laughs> okay. Because he's not getting very it. serious talk here. Now. He's not getting. <laughs> picture, picture, chance in front of a fireplace in, in kind of a like a like a jacket with a cigar. There's a Marvin Gaye song playing. You get the, the first. The yeah, first thing you got to start with is your introduction. Crevassier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your introduction has to introduce either the world. Or your primary antagonist. Or your protagonist. I don't give a shit which. But as soon as that's done, you must have an inciting incident. Which sets our protagonist on their path. And, unless the protagonist repeatedly encounters resistance on their path, we won't give a shit if they ever get to their destination or not. They don't have to get there. That might be the most interesting thing. Either way, if you don't go with them on the path... You'll never reach orgasm. Okay, but but <laughs> nothing like that happens to Alucard. There's no path. He's uh-huh. a crazy guy by himself at the beginning. He's a crazy guy with dead bodies on spikes at the end. Uh-huh. What changed? You don't think there's a difference between the Alucard we met at the beginning of this season? He's angrier and hates people more. Okay, so this massive this massive character development you don't feel was for momentum of that narrative. Because he didn't physically What's the move. the payoff? There's no payoff. The payoff was, was, he is now, you know, he's actually impaling people. He's doing his namesake proud. Yeah. So maybe Alucard is evil now. 
maybe we'll find out what would actually happen if him and Trevor threw down. Again. And that prospect doesn't thrill you. At all? Come on. It's like the best scene from season one. Well, so they actually fought in yeah. like episode four? It was awesome. Yeah, but season two had the one where Bloody Tears actually kicks in. Like, you finally recognize some music. And you're like, yeah. Oh, God! Yeah, no, it season, still feels no, like the, cutting bitches yeah. in half. The thing is, every, like, yes. I think we can agree that every season has great action moments like that. I think, I think we, I think we agree that this season actually was the, was the weakest for them. We had, I think we it had, had the some, highest highs. It did have some high highs. Again, the Isaac stuff at the end. A lot of the Isaac stuff, to be honest. Um, the, the, Cy- the Cypher and Trevor stuff at the beginning, the Cypher and Trevor stuff at the end. I mean, there was well, some wonderful stuff, but none okay. of it hit the peak of the end of season two. No way. My favorite quiet part was Isaac talking to the one demon who can speak. Yeah, oh, that was awesome. The philosopher. The demon explaining that was fucking awesome. why, how happy he was to be back. Oh, oh. Great fucking performance oh, wherever the hell played that guy. Yeah, like talking to this bug talking guy yeah, was how great awesome. Was. I was a philosopher. And yeah. it just plays it up so much, but it works because it's this giant flame monster. Like, yeah. you, can, you can pick a voice. That's fine. And I love, I love that world building in this show. It's like, nice. it, there's not many cartoons like this that I watch these days. And, uh, yeah, like even, I'm sorry to take it. And again, I think we had this argument months ago. And what I argued at the time was that I agree that the crest of this season does not meet the crest of season two. No. I don't think it's meant to. The meat of this season was a set, was both a setup, like it was both a trial for, you know, our heroes. Yeah. Okay. We got, we got more seasons to play around with. How do we want to play it? Exactly. And a setup for what's going to be a spectacular, what I expect to be a spectacular season four. And at the time, I recall you agreeing with me and saying you were super hyped for it. No, I never was. No, I, 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 I remember you not being yeah, against the show I, entirely. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I kind of want to go back and listen to that. Yeah. Wanna, we'll see what my mood is when that finally comes out. Yeah, you know what? I think it's not even. We, there's no date for anything on this. No. It's, oh, you know, October. <laughs> but animation's <laughs> the least affected. Really? Yeah, the American Dad didn't shut down at all. They had the cast was like, I'm recording in my laundry room and shit. Hmm. Well, okay. A lot of those guys actually have. Decent studios in their house, noise canceling stuff. Yeah, but so. guy playing Steve on American Dad doesn't. Huh. Didn't I yeah. hear that there is no work from home culture at all in Japan? Yep, they're yep, you're correct. They're very stressed out. Yeah. Which means that our that. real game crisis is going to come. In Americans says we're just glad we're not forced to sleep in our cubicles. We'll do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I was thinking about the stress of working from home and how it feels like there's less time. To get work done. And maybe it's because you have less resources at home. But I was thinking that maybe what it is, is prior to this event, your home was a sanctuary from Yes. The office used to be a thing that I drove past and looked at and felt the way you feel when you're in the office. And I would look away. Doing this again, I guess. Yeah. And, um, and to have that part of your life... Be in the place that was a sanctuary from it. Uh, I kind of liked having a job that was further away because it just broke up the day more. Hmm. Yeah. A, a nice commute can be nice. Yeah, I just think for no like traffic minutes. though, but like steady movement. I hate standing still. Yeah, no, not like actual traffic. Yeah. I, I went yeah. to work too early to deal with that shit. Yeah, I mean, I I could drive for an hour or two hours and be completely fine with it, but I, I sit in track for fifteen minutes, I'm going crazy. But, and I recognize that, uh, that hating working from home and 
feeling like it's an invasion is like an upper class thing to feel. Yeah. Now, now many people are lucky enough to have jobs that they can do from home. But when you're working from home, you never leave work. Um, yeah, it well, sucks. It's no, too we, easy to we, walk past and go, I should get some work done. We, uh, and I've done that. Like, mm-hmm. I have definitely worked OT. They've got you. <laughs> I've worked, I've worked OT in this. And, um, in fact, I oh got, I'm not, gonna, you know what, I'm not gonna I hope say. you booked the OT. I hope you, like, like, got paid for the OT. You know what, I'm not gonna. Or are you salary? I'm not you gonna. Exempt? I'm sal, I'm not salary, but I don't wanna go into it. I don't wanna, okay, I don't wanna, like, bitch about my job on the podcast. But, uh, yeah, I literally can't talk about my job. If they catch me, they'll fire me. Ooh. Really? Oh, yeah. Very strict social media rules. Oh, shit. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. So, we'll, uh, we'll talk about your job. So, yeah, so, so you're still an employee. Is that the case, Mr. McCracken? Oh, no, no. I, I can say I have a job. I just oh. can't say where. It's not like it's a government thing. I just really don't want to fuck with it right now. Living off the wealth of that eccentric aunt still, are you? No. Yeah, but no, you, I, 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 I work is, for a grocery, I work for a grocery store chain. I'm making decent money, actually. Mr. McCracken is a high school graduate, but he failed improv. Yep. Yes, and no, I'm not even going to yes and this. I, I'm, I'm. They've, I know they fired two people over this shit already. You not even wow. going to touch it. Yes, and yes, and yes, and <laughs> that's all you get. <laughs> oh, we should do a fucking Mary kill. We did that last week. Yeah, and, yeah, I, and I suggested we do it every week. About I love it. okay, so so let's so uh, let's go PS2 era video game protagonists. Oh, um, we can still do Hector. Hector, what? It, it was, was in he was in um, uh, Aria Shadow or some shit. No. All right, so oh, PS2 era, Chase yeah. Satunaka. You the hey, we can do Persona Four. Oh, I can't remember her name. Shadow Hearts 2. Oh, God. See, no one else played that. We don't know who the this female... girl is. I did for five minutes. It was good. It was okay. The Geppetto's creepy as shit. Yeah, Geppetto's creepy as shit, but there's a female character who ends up wearing one of Geppetto's thing's dresses, and you're like, wow, that leaves little Isn't imagination. That... Yeah, yeah, yeah like... this this guy who's unrelated to this small child-looking thing, there was a little yeah, too... Isn't that game creepy as fuck? Okay, it's so, so fine, creepy. fine. It's so the the, the fetish name, the fetish though? girl from I'm sorry what's the no, name? No 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 it's not the little girl Shadow Hearts two it's, it's Shadow Hearts Covenant okay is what it is, so the fetish girl not... from Shadow Hearts Covenant there's there's a number two fetish girl well let's look up her name Shadow Hearts that's Covenant that's what I'm doing let's it. find a picture and describe it to the listener I'm trying to find this character ooh, ooh Ada Wong okay fair. Uh, uh, wait a minute um, um, no, which version I think I think we can do, well no we can take Ada Wong because she definitely appeared in Code Veronica yeah. Oh wow! So am I talking about this girl with the sword? Yeah, she's and on the, the cover. Okay. All right. Well, she's less problem. I mean, she's still like Lara Crofty, but she's not problematic. She's, she's but for the time, she's wearing man. Her. Great she's, on that. She's definitely curve. she's definitely still problematic. Okay. Let me let me find the screenshot. I'm trying to find her name still. Shadowheart's Covenant. Her name doesn't matter. Matters is how she feels out that top. Rest assured, Alex, she does. Hang on, hang no, on. No, no, no. I, you know I, I found, you a, I found a picture. I found a picture. Hang on. Blowing it up. You know why you have this job. Okay. So she's wearing thigh-high boots that go all the way up to this tiny little miniskirt. There's about a yeah. two-inch gap between the top of her thigh highs and mm-hmm. the bottom of her miniskirt, which, by the way, has a slit all the way up the side of her thigh. Yeah, it's because she gets that from Geppetto. <laughs> then she's wearing a little... So wait, did Geppetto make this chick? Yeah. No, no, no she's no, no, a real no, no, person. No, no. Oh, okay. just, the, just the clothes. She just got the... She just got the, uh, the um, 
the dress from him. He just made it for her, and he would really like to see her wear it. No, 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 then no, no, she's homo. wearing like the Christina Aguilera bikini in a bottle video top. Yep. And uh, she has hair and a great big ponytail, kind of like Lara Croft. And she's a redhead. And she's um, endowed. Endowed. Very nice. Well. Good for her. Yeah. So that's... So what's her name? Karen. Okay, Karen from Shadow Hearts. Okay, let's write this down. Karen Koenig. Karen from Shadow Hearts. Karen from Former, Ger- former German ooh, Army ooh. officer. Shio Satonaka. Okay, wait. Shio okay. Satonaka from... P4. You heard me. Uh, upon graduating college. Because <laughs> I don't want to be weird about it. Anyway. We really don't want to be weird. This, is, this is Fuck, Mary Carol. It's weird. Yeah. We're doing it. Yeah. Okay, Alex, what is your submission? Big Boss. Oh, Big Boss. Wow. Ooh. Big Boss. Yeah. Okay. MGS3. The one lady oh. with the high and tight. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she does. She does, actually. Her hair is, like, shorter than mine. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Love on a battle. So, so, fuck Mary Q. Karen from Shadow Hearts. Chie Satsunaka from Persona 4. Upon graduating college. Or Big Boss from from Metal Gear Solid 3. Fuck Mary Kill. Alex, you go first. I think I'm marrying Big Boss. Um, but she... I, I think it's a safe call. I yeah. really do. Marrying Big Boss? She's... Yeah, yeah no, it, it, it'll be short. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, here's the thing. Mercifully, she could totally protect you when someone wants to kill oh, yeah. your ass. I feel like I feel like this is a financial proposition for you, Alex. And also, not, not no, she, she, she can run her own military cadre. She there's a decent guest home. Okay, but so if you survive, that's a decent slice of pie. So you wouldn't marry Big Boss. Big mm-hmm. Boss wouldn't kill you. Big Boss would. Okay, but it's so fun, like figuring out when it would happen. But <laughs> between. That would keep things spicy. <laughs> you got to admit, that would keep things interesting the entire yeah, way through. Right up until... I mean, I think they already made a show about this called Venture Brothers. <laughs> okay, but then whom whom would you this fuck, is, Alex? This is um, what's her face? Shadow Hearts. You would fuck yes! Shadow Hearts. Yeah. And you would kill Chie Satanaka from Persona 4. It's not her anymore. She sounds weird. Her blood test came back all spiky. What? What are you yeah. saying? You're saying I mean I, I'm saying she got bit by what what we thought was a husky and now we don't know what she is. What? You got a bur- uh, you never saw the thing? Yes, but what are we talking about? You Cheese of Naka turns into a monster? No, it's like it's it was the recast Chie's the thing. Oh, well she's she's certainly an irritant to me, but the yeah. character remains evergreen. Yeah, she is. She's she, she's a, she's a rapscallion tomboy who won't take no shit. You know, I'm regretting my decisions, but hey, this is my life, T.A. Oh, I'm sorry. Disgust me. Yep. Chamberlain, whom would you uh, I, I think my answer is actually going to be the same, because I don't really have any affection for T.A., because I never, I never played the game. You guys are Your laptop terrible. could run this. <laughs> Wait a minute. I could have said Gwendolyn from uh, Odin's Fear. Oh, yeah. Ooh, okay. Guess, guess how many megabytes of memory Persona 4 Golden takes. How many? Let's say... Guess. How many meg of, wait, meg of memory, not gig of memory, meg of memory? Megabytes. Megabytes. 300, uh, 400. 121. Wow, alright. Yep. Okay. It's, it's nothing. That's, that's like a 17th of Skyrim right there. Well, I would kill Karen from Shadow Hearts. Uh, that's a great call. I don't know that chick. Well, there you go. That's Person, fine. Yeah. You don't know her. I would have one night of unforget. Like I wouldn't let Big Boss teach me shit. No, 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 no. I like, I like, I like the scar. Yeah, 
Yeah, like like we we could have a great like nine and a half weeks or whatever, and uh, definitely Mary Chie. Yep. Yeah, she would uh, she would kick my ass. Yep. Are we gonna do this That's... every week? We shouldn't do this every week. It's Why not? Weird. We have to have a plan. If we, if we pre-plan it, we should do it. Pick a different genre, different, different at least genres, like a, have a topic. To- topic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, w- Western gunslingers. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Clint Eastwood in uh, we, 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 which one? Do we want to yeah. go like? Do we, do we want to go like sexy young uh, man with no name, Clint Eastwood, or uh, unforgiven Clint Eastwood? <laughs> we'll figure it out in headlines next week. Oh, really? Because I, I was prepared to do this right now. Oh no, can, I gotta go. Can I do Sharon Stone then? Quick in the Dead. Yeah, sure. Oh, God. Sharon Stone? Yeah. From Pretty that dead. from that movie, I'd rather... Yeah, that's Russell. Sam Raimi Western. That's weird. Yeah, but I feel like Russell, Russell Crowe's character is more memorable from that movie. Yeah. That scene where he's, like, whipping around a long gun, pecking guys off uh, rooftops, that was amazing. I mean, we put Wyatt Earp in here. Hell's coming with me. I think we all got to marry that dude. Which Wyatt Earp? Oh, fucking Russell... Um, no, not Russell Crowe. Jesus Christ. Uh, um, no, but that was the movie. Yeah, no, it's shit. Uh, who said hell's coming with me? Fuck. The guy from the thing. Uh, that is Russell Crowe. No, no, it's it's um. He, he's guy? married to Goldie Hawn. God Russell Crowe. No, no, no. no. He's Kurt Australian. Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. See? Kurt Russell Crowe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, Russell Crowe. <laughs> All right. Well, Alex has got to go. Yeah, he does. Good night, Alex. Got, gotta get some I'm impressions for the Last of Us Two next week. There we go. All right. Well, Alex, thank you for being here. I'll be up for work at four. Ugh. Yep. Chance, pray, thank pray you for, for talking. Me. Four in the morning? Yep. That's, That's when I have to wake up. I have to be at work at five. Oh, God. Oof. Mm-hmm. But you don't work anyway. Work, yeah. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Put up,
the true honor. So let's get it, yeah, let's see what we can uncover. Yeah.